Hi, I'm Rob Bell, and I'm just kidding. I'm Jesse Campbell. Welcome to your devotion. Let's go to Acts chapter 13. Now, in the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon, who is called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menaim, close friend of Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. Herod the Tetrarch, there are multiple Herods throughout the biblical world. We had Herod the Great, who was in charge when Jesus was born. He's the one that ordered the, uh, ordered the killing of all young boys ages three and under in Bethlehem. We have Herodias, who was actually a woman. We have now uh, the previous Herod, who was just killed uh, in, in the opening verses, or the closing verses of chapter 12. And now here's Herod the Tetrarch. Tetrarch means fourth king. So Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. Verse two, as they were worshiping, the, as they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then after they had fasted, prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them off. So this is the Holy Spirit of God speaking directly to his people. They were in the church of Antioch, uh, prophets and teachers. Barnabas, we've seen him before, he's son of encouragement. Simeon, who was called Niger. Lucius of Cyrene. Uh, Manain, a close friend of Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. So these are the guys who are given this gift of teaching and then they are told by God to set Barnabas and Saul aside for the work to which God had called them. This is to plant churches because the next step is to go to Cy uh, is to the next the next step is to go to Cyprus. And so they lay hands on. And this is one of the earliest examples we see in the New Testament of the ritualistic not not ritualistic this 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 markedly biblical laying on of hands. This instruction is going to come back later in the pastoral epistles and in some of God and some of God's instructions to the church through Paul. Don't be too quick to lay hands on someone. Don't be too quick to lay hands on someone. This laying on of hands doesn't carry with it some sort of magical, but there's no power in your hands. See the previous example, Herod dropped dead uh, after being eaten by worms ugh, for not giving glory to God. So don't take the glory of God for yourself when you think like, I've got magic power in my hands. I'm gonna give it to this young buck right here. Uh, this, this sword was given to me by my dad on the day of my ordination and in, in imitating this passage, those of you who are watching on, on video can see, uh, this is this is the sword that my father gave me the day that I was ordained, and my dad was uh, was surrounded by men who were my ordination council, who had tested me to see if I had studied and approved, uh, studied and approved, and was was living up to the, the pastoral epistles with the, under, the understanding that if I ever fell short, which I would at some point, of these criteria, I would repent, repent, repent. That's the only thing that disqualifies us from ministry is unrepentance. If we if we only appoint men under the pastorate or ministers and missionaries to the field who live perfect lives, then we may as well bring every missionary home because, and just cease all global missions giving because it's poor stewardship because we don't have any missionaries. This laying on of hands is something that's gonna come back later, something, something that Paul's gonna warn about not being too quick to do, but it's not a magical ceremony. You don't have, if you're, if you're a part of one of these things, you don't have power in your all the glory goes to God. Just ask Herod, he learned that the hard way. This is something that's gonna come up again as we continue in the book of Acts, but I wanted to draw your attention to it here so you see kind of where it begins. God had set Barnabas and Saul apart for a particular work. 
Here is one of those pivotal logistical details that's going to have huge historical impact as we move forward. I wanna pray for you really quick as we close. God, I thank you so much for everyone who's journeyed through John with us verse by verse, everybody who's going through Acts with us now. I pray, Lord, that we would see this beautiful prehistory upon which our church is built and, and this beautiful torch that we have inherited from the flame that you lit at Pentecost and uh, upon Jews and upon Gentiles in chapter 10 and the multiple outpourings of your Holy Spirit throughout the book of Acts. Your Holy Spirit has lost none of his potency. Let us lose none of our loyalty as we live out the book of Acts for you. In Jesus' name we pray.